You are listening to the Airflow Podcast, and I'm your host, Ricky Thomas. Welcome to the one and only weekly podcast that provides information and inspiration that will help you live your life like the air that you were created to be. So sit back, relax, and flow with me. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Airflow Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Thomas, and I am so excited to have you all here today. I, I thank you for taking time out of your day to spend time with me um, as we embark on this new journey. Um, you know, so today I want this podcast, uh, this episode to be very intimate one because it is episode one. Um, and I think with this, I want to share with my audience and potential audience, you know, I want to make sure I establish who I am. Um, I think that's very important from the beginning to do, um, talk about why I decided to start a podcast and, you know, dig into, you know, with that, dig into, you know, why the name and, you know, just kind of what to expect in future episodes. So, you know, I'm committed to do this thing and I decided to do this, uh, for a lot of different reasons. So, you know, just so everybody understands who I am, you know, I, I am Ricky Thomas, as I mentioned before, but Ricky Thomas Jr. Uh, I am one of three Rickies, um, my father, Ricky Thomas Sr. And I have my son, my oldest son, who's 15 is Ricky Thomas the third. We call him Trey. Um, you know, my dad, you know, Growing up, he when I was younger, uh, he was a DJ in Detroit. So, you know, he's good on the microphone, you know, radio, um, always talking to people. My dad definitely had um, has the gift of gab. Um, you know, he can come into the room, mingle with anybody. And, you know, I think I pick up a lot of that from him. And, you know, just in talking with, you know, my wife and my kids, you know, I'm, I'm happily married. Um 19 years, which is crazy to believe, you know, I've been married for 19 years and my wife doesn't look a day over 21. So, you know, I'm blessed. I'm very blessed um, to have a wife, three wonderful kids, as I mentioned. I've got, uh, I mentioned my son, who's 15, uh, our oldest, our daughter, she's 18, just turned 18. Uh, Not too long ago, she's uh, on her way to college. uh, So she's going to be a scholar athlete. Um, And then our youngest isn't going into fifth grade. So, you know, we've got kids in all stages right now, you know, um, so it's definitely it's an interesting time. Um, But for me, you know, born and raised in Detroit, Michigan, um, you know, I was fortunate to have both my parents in the house. Uh, My mom and dad worked hard. Uh, My mom, you know, ever since I've known her, she worked for Sears and Roebuck, um, you know, with different positions. You know, my dad, you know, started off working for Northwestern Dodge, at least what I remember as a kid. Um, then he went to work for AAA for the bulk of those years growing up. Um, and then he left AAA and, um, you know, worked at different jobs around um, in the in the car industry, still in automotive in some way, shape, form or fashion. He's retired now. And it's interesting because, you know, he's kind of back working again at Home Depot and, you know, he's doing well, you know, he's, he's like Mr. Home Depot now, but, you know, um, 
I love my dad. You know, he's, you know, I love my mom. You know, my mom passed away um, about 15 years, 15 years ago. Um, and, you know, she was definitely somebody who was a heavy influence, you know, just like my father. Uh, but, you know, they raised four kids. You know, I've got an older sister. Um, I've got my younger sister. And then our youngest is our youngest sibling is our brother. You know, we're all married. All got kids. Um, we all have had our different, you know, different journeys that we've been going through. But, you know, growing up in the house, you know, so I love um, there was a lot of things that was good about families, you know, um, from a family standpoint. And so, you know, it was never about being perfect. You know, I, that's the one thing that I, I loved about my upbringing. It was, you know, being who you are, finding your own path, because, you know, each one of my siblings, we all do something different, um, you know, different industries. Uh, we all went to different schools, um, especially for high school. You know, uh, we, we all kind of went to the same elementary school for the most part. Um, but, you know, we 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 kind of went our own ways. But there's one thing that was that, that we do have in common. And that was our love for families. And so, like I said, we're all married. And it wasn't a forced upon like, oh, you've got to get married. But we saw the value of family. And, you know, so, you know, all of us have, you know, have relationships that work, some that didn't work. But, you know, we're all married, happily married, um, all have children. And we're wanting to continue to build upon the family legacy uh, of our family just to continue to grow and, you know, give our our kids, you know, give our kids the life that you know, our parents desired to give us and they gave us a great life. And like I said, they worked hard. You know, we were, you know, part of that middle class, you know, that that uh, if you can look at kind of the typical American family, you know, mom and dad, four kids, you know, two boys, two girls, you know, brick house in Detroit, Michigan, lived there. My dad still lives in the house that I grew up in. Um, you know, it's 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 one of those things where you think about what does the prototypical family look like? And, you know, I, I say that because even in that, there are challenges. There were some dysfunctions. And this podcast is not here to talk about the dysfunction. It's to celebrate the greatness of the family and why it's good, because you can deal with dysfunction if you have a good family. Um, being blessed to have a mom and dad uh, being blessed to have, you know, brothers and sisters who are supportive, you know, we're, we're typical. We, we, there are times where we don't like each other. There's times where we get on each other's nerves, but you know, at the end of the day, we've got each other's back. And that's what I love about my family. Um, and we, and my wife's family is the same way, you know, and, and we try to instill that in our children that, you know, you have to make sure that you're taking care of each other as a family, um, and believe in strong family bonds. And so I'm going to skip around a little bit because I know I was going to tie that into, you know, kind of going into a flow. But, you know, we talk about family. You talk about, you know, the name of the podcast and it's called Airflow and air is spelled spelled H-E-I-R. And, you know, that comes from the clothing line, um, the clothing brand that 
God gave me um, in, in a time of prayer and fasting a few years ago. And, you know, I had been, you know, desiring to come up with something that, you know, was catchy, something that was, you know, just had a, a good meaning and I thought would be, you know, kind of a trendy name. And, you know, God hit me with a billionaire, billionaire, he said billionaire flow. And so, you know, I spelled it out. I wrote it down and, you know, it was, I spelled it like the normal way you spell billionaire, you know, B-I-L-L-I-O-N-A-I-R-E. And, you know, it's like, okay, billionaire flow, I get it. You know, I hear a lot of pastors and a lot of people say, you know, even outside of the church, you know, you know I'm in that millionaire flow, you know, and, and God was like, well, we got to elevate that. You're a billionaire, you know, don't, don't limit yourself, you know, think higher. Um, but he was like, but it's not billionaire in terms of the money you have. It's billionaire, H-E-I-R. Because, you know, I, one thing about me is that I am a believer um, and, and being a believer, you know, you have to understand that once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you become an heir to his kingdom. And with that comes, you know, there, there's there's riches and wealth, obviously, in that. But the wealth is more than money. The wealth is happiness in your relationships. The wealth is, um, you know, being able to to do the things that you love to do, whether it costs you money or not. Um, it, it's it's being able to get up each day with a sense of purpose and to go to sleep each day, thinking that I've moved a step closer towards that purpose or I've been walking in that purpose. You know, it's a general feeling, not just a feeling, but you know that you are truly walking out the promises that were given to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And this podcast is not going to be it's, we're not a, it's not a preachy thing. You know, I don't want people to think, oh, we're about to go through another church sermon. But believe me, I'm going to reference things that are biblical because that is in my nature. You know, I'm not going to sit here and just rattle off scripture all day Um because, I, you know, again, it's important. It's part of who I am. And I may reference scripture at times because, uh, again, I think it's important to make sure that, you know, from my stance, this is this is where I am. So, you know, please believe me, you know, this podcast is going to give a lot of information about, um, you know, building wealth. And I want to make sure that you understand that wealth is more than just money. It's family, it's relationship, it's health, it's, you know, we're talking about marriages, you know, I, you know, we're going to have people on this show um, that are going to discuss things, um, you know, they're, 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 they're going to tell their story, they're going to give their testimony of how they, you know, you can say racks to riches, you can say they start walking in their purpose and they saw God moved them to different areas and how things were coming together without them having to toil. Um, and that is what being an heir, that is what being wealthy. Wealthy is, is a combination of things. Money is a tool. You know, money is something that the value is only going to be as good as you, you as you make it in terms of what you use it for. You can't buy happiness. You can use money to fund things, to fund the things that that, you know, make you happy when you're doing them. 
Money can't give you joy. That's going to come from the Lord. And, and so I, I share these things and, and these stories because, you know, I look at people that I know personally, people that I that I've, you know, read about from afar. And I look at it to get inspiration, to understand, like, how did they get there? You know, what what got you over that hump? You know, many of us, especially since the pandemic, have been really wanting to start businesses. And, you know, some of us have done well and, and started businesses and, you know, have begun to really, you know, transition our mode of thinking in terms of, you know, who we rely on, whose we are, who we are. And that, again, that is part of being an heir. It's knowing that, you know, our source is not our jobs. Our source is not our bank account. You know, our sources, if you're a believer, your source should be God. And so as we continue to to unpack and, and talk to folks, I think you're going to see a reoccurring theme, you know, um, because it's a journey of faith. It's it's a journey of faith. It's a journey of, you know, overcoming. You know, this is this is not going to be a podcast where, you know, we're dishing tea or sipping tea, spilling tea, none we're not doing that. And, and, you know, we're not going to be a gossip show. Um, this podcast is not dedicated to sports talk, politics, you know, unless again, it, it's to a place where somebody is, you know, moving up through the ranks and they have a story that involves that, but we're not discussing people's political views. This isn't the podcast for that. So I want to set that groundwork up now. Um, I don't want people to be disappointed. And they and they they come to this podcast and they want to hear, you know, about their favorite sport or sport team or the hot topic of the day. That's not what we're about. That's not what this podcast is for. At least this podcast is for those that want to be inspired. You know, in my intro, I mentioned that you know this is the one and only weekly podcast that's going to provide information, and inspiration. Uh, that will help you live your life like the heirs that you were created to be. And I, I say that because, you know, a lot of times we forget who we are and whose we are in our process. We get wrapped up into, you know, we've got to do this to make sure that we survive. We've got to we've got to do these things. Um, you know, it's on us. It's all on us. You know, if we fail, it's on us. You know, and we start to get this mentality that, you know, it's almost like, you know, I, I know that there is a God, but I don't behave like there is a God. And so if my thoughts are not of God and on God and knowing that I am God and that I am, you know, I am God's creation and I have God's I'm under God's covenant and protection. If I don't think like that, then my actions will start to reflect my thoughts. And then I will start to attract what I'm thinking. So understanding that mindset, you know, that, you know, that poor man's way of, you know, you hear it all the time, you know, that's a poor way of thinking, you know, and it, it's so true. You know, our thoughts can really overtake our actions and it can really drive us to be what we say we are. You know, you hear it in the Bible, power, you know, 
the power of the tongue is life and death and the power of the tongue, you know, power of the tongue. You know, you hear that there's the, um, I think there was a, a documentary that was out, you know, a few years ago called The Secret. You know, you talk about the power of attraction and you hear people talk about vibrations and, you know, you vibrate at a certain frequency and your vibration can attract or repel people or things or, you know, whatever based off of how you're vibrating. Um, you know, so you start to hear some of these philosophic and scientific things behind it, but it ultimately just comes back to you are what you say, you know, um, and, and it sounds simplistic, but it's really not. It's so it's not easy because over the years we have been trained to think a certain way, to live a certain way, to do certain things. You know, it is it is, you know, and there's nothing wrong with some of that. Right. I think if if you do that and you realize when you're walk with God that you are called to be a carpenter, then you be the best carpenter ever. If you are called to be a school teacher, then you go out there and you be the best school teacher that that you can be, you know, you innovate in that space. You figure out how to reach the kids where they are. You work through that. And I, and I see people that are doing that. You know, I'm going to have people, I'm going to have some persons on this podcast. God willing, that can talk a little bit more about that, you know, but I want to have people from different industries to really discuss, you know, it, it's not about, you know, entrepreneurship. Yes, that is great. We should be entrepreneurs. You should own something. You should own land. You should own, you should take dominion over this land. And I believe that uh, wholeheartedly, but also believe that you can also take dominion over corporate America. If your aspirations and your desires and you're being called to lead a fortune 500 company that you may not own, but you may be put in that position to open the door for other people to come in that company and be successful. You could be the trailblazer for that. And that's fine. I don't want to have the narrative that you're only going to be an heir if you are, you know, if you're a business owner. No. It's about doing what you are called to do, what you are led to do, doing what, what you're passionate about. There are people that are passionate about being a teacher. There are people that are passionate about being police officers firefighters, you know, working in government, politics, the people that are passionate about that. And, and, you know, they want to be chefs, you know, they want to work as entrepreneurs. They want to be an entrepreneur. They want to own businesses. They want to be real estate investors or real estate brokers or, you know, there, there's so many, there's so many avenues that you can be successful based off of what you desire the, the, the main thing is figuring out what that is, what makes you happy, what, what brings you passion. Speaking to the things that you desire to do and internalizing that and then putting yourself in a position to where you are seeing those things constantly. They're always in front of you. People think it is so, um, I think it's so, like you know, I don't want to say basic or but, you know, you hear people talk about vision boards, you know, and the church that I attend, Living Truth Christian Center in Smyrna, Tennessee, you know, I'm thankful for 
what I learned there, what I what I've learned there since I've been there, what I continue to learn uh, from our spiritual father, Apostle Amos L. Howard Sr. You know, his testimony is, and I'm going to put it out there in the air. You know, I I, I desire to have him on here, and I'm going to work on making sure I can get him on here. Um, but his testimony about coming from debt, you know, coming from the challenges that he that he's had, you know, just in life in general. And to be in the position that he is today, you know, and a lot of his story, you know, is some of the foundational things that we're going to talk about consistently throughout this podcast. You know, you have to see yourself out of being out of debt. You've got to, you know, he talks about creating a vision board. You know, he was one of the first people that I've ever, you know, that in the, in the church, the ministry, they were one of the first, you know, people that I've ever heard say, you know, create a vision board, you know, and actually have a class or have a tutorial on doing it and showing his vision board. And then, you know, seeing the things that they put on the vision board and not just taking the time to cut out some stuff and make it look all pretty and stick it up on the board. And then you walk past it and just, you know, it's there, but actually speaking to it. You know, making sure that it's it's that the vision is is kept before you, that you continuously speak to those things. And then you have it as a as a memory and as a and, you know, kind of a graphical way to recollect what God has done for you, whether it's within, you know, a few days, a few weeks, a few months, you know. But at the end of, you know, if you just make it a yearly, say every year in January, I'm going to go and make a new I'm going to make a new vision board. You know, and if I if I work the process and I truly believe that the things on this board, you know, I will have be able to cross them out or however you choose to market to say, you know, put a date on it saying God, God brought this forth on this date. Now. The other part of, of you know, providing information is to understand that you can create all the vision boards you want. You can speak to it all you want. You can believe all you want. But there's another piece to it. You know, in your time of prayer, in your time of of spending, you know, spending that precious time with God, you're going to be given instructions on what you should be doing. And if you're not doing, if you don't have, if, if you're not, if there isn't a, you know, response in terms of an action or or set of actions from what God is trying to get you. Cause you got, you got to go out there. You got to do the work. You know, there are times when God would just tell you, just, just be patient, sit on your hands, you know, wait for me. So your work is your faith, you know, making sure that you're keeping yourself grounded in that faith so that doubt doesn't creep in and turn you from the thing that you believe in and that, or the things that you believe in God for. And, and sometimes people look at faith like that is that is not work. But when you are in warfare, you know, for people that say, man, I got haters all around me and, and you know, my family don't, don't believe and, you know, my my friends don't believe and just people I'm acquainted with don't believe. And, you know, I'm telling people, I'm you know, this is going to happen. You know, this is going to happen and it ain't happening. And. You know, I feel like a fool sometimes, but I'm going to stand on it because I know what God told me and it's going to be so. And sometimes 
sometimes you get to that place where it's like, God, it is so hard for me to sit here and continuing and continue to say that I have these things, that I'm doing these things and they don't show up. And so you feel like now I've got to go make them happen. Instead of just letting God be God. And sometimes it's easy, you know, God would tell you, you know, I, and, and I'll, I'll, you know, my testimony, you know, one of the things I can testify about in that regards is, you know, this was, this was probably about, I guess it's been about 11 years now. Um, you know, my wife and I, we were going through some financial challenges and, you know, we were just looking at, we really wanted to, you know, take some different vacations. We wanted to pay some things off and we just needed more income to come in the house. And so, you know, I just, I just remember, you know, sitting there and I was just saying like, you know what, I'm going to give me a second job, make some extra money and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, I'm just going to work. I'm just going to work myself because that's, that's all I knew, you know, it was, it, it, that was instilled in me, you know, you just got to work hard, work, work overtime. You know, I remember my mom used to work overtime, like I'm going to work some overtime and I can buy, you know, so I can get y'all, you know, these toys and all the stuff that you want for Christmas. So I'm going to work overtime. My dad is like, well, I can do some of this and do some of that, you know, and that was the mentality. Work more, work more. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with working. There, there are going to be times where you have to put in extra hours. You have to put in extra time to get what you need. You're going to have to work a second job. Um to get to where you need to go to. You may have to lift or Uber or DoorDash or whatever to make some extra money. But my problem wasn't going out and working a job. It was that I was praying and asking God, you know, for a sign of, you know, when do I know I should leave or should I leave? And I didn't really pray to God beforehand and take the job. But in the process, you know, I was, it was, you know, my work schedule was crazy. I was getting up. I was, you know, I get up at six in the morning um, was when I usually had to get up, you know, to go to my, my regular career job working in IT. And so my wife, you know, she used to have to go to work. You know, we had different schedules. So she would go to work at a certain time. Um, and she wouldn't get off until a certain time. So, you know, she, she worked a later shift in me some, some of those, uh, through some of that period. And so, you know, I would be responsible for taking our daughter, um, to school or to daycare and, you know, our son, you know, our, our older son, you know, our middle child, he was, you know, going to daycare. And so, you know, I, I was making sure that they were, were dropped off or, you know, get to where they needed to go. Uh, cause my wife had to be at work at a certain time. And so I would get a few hours of sleep, you know, I would get up from a few hours of sleep from the night before working at my, my part-time job. I was, I was at FedEx. So I'm, I'm at FedEx overnight, you know, working four or five hours, sometimes longer if they gave me overtime, you know, I was loading trucks, you know, here I am, you know, with, uh, you know, got a computer science degree from Tennessee state university and, you know, I've got a job working, you know, in IT as a software tester and, you know, I'm loading trucks, 
you know, and I used to talk to a lot of the guys there and it was, it was interesting because they used to look up to me like, man, why are you working here? You know, you were, you don't even have to be here. And, you know, I said, well, there's some things that I want to be able to do for my family, some things that we want to pay off, some things that, you know, want to have some extra cash flow. And so this is why I'm here. And, you know, they were just like, oh, you know, I respect that, you know, and a lot of the managers respected that. And I was always on time. You know, when I worked, you know, I was always, you know, I did a great job and they loved having me there almost to the point where they were trying to move me up into a management role. And I didn't want to do that uh, because I knew this was just something part time, but it was difficult. And so to get back, you know, on a point, this it, it was difficult to wake up every every evening. So I would have to leave my family. So keep in mind, you know, my wife, you know, she's at home at night with you know, our daughter, who's the oldest, our, our son, who's the second child. And she was pregnant with our youngest. And I'm driving from, you know, one side of town all the way to the other. It's probably about 20 some minute drive for me to get to, you know, that, that evening job. So, you know, I go through, you know, imagine, you know, you drop your kids off. Then you go into your main job. You come home from the main job pick them up from, you know, daycare, school, homework, you feed them, you know, spend some time with them. You know, for me, you know, I, 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 at some point I, I needed to take a nap, but you know, I wanted to spend time with my children. Then my wife would come home and I want to talk to her. And so again, it was tough because, you know, we were like, my wife and I were like ships passing at night. You know, I started working that job before we got pregnant with, with our son. Um, and you know, my wife tells her that, you know, it happened because she was missing me. You know, we were missing each other and we were, you know, my wife and I, we talk a lot and it was just, it was just a lot. And so I felt the weight of it. I, I truly felt the weight of that whole situation. And so I remember there was times where I would cry out to God. There were times where, you know, I was in the truck and I was speaking in tongues. You know, nobody was in there with me. And I think somebody walked past and I didn't care at that point. It was like, look, I am exhausted. I am tired. I am, I am, you know, I'm over this. And I would say, God, you know, when, when can I leave? And, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking like, God, like I never told you to go there in the first place. And I remember at one point, I remember vividly hearing God say, leave, leave, trust in me and leave. And I didn't do it. My pastor, Apostle Howard, he told me to leave. My wife told me to leave. Like, if it's too hard, you know, you know, and, and you know, me trying to be the macho thing, like, oh, I got it, you know, I got to do what I got to do for my family. And again, there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you have to do. But at that time, I didn't have to do that. I had to work my faith. That was the work that I needed to do. So I did this job. I did it for a year and a half. You know, a year and a half. You know, um, and, and it, it was, it got easier, obviously, after a while, but it was still hard to leave my family. 
you know, cause I was working, you know, both jobs Monday through Friday. So on the weekends I was like toast, I was gone, you know, Friday night you get off your regular job or Friday, you know, afternoon you get off your regular job and like, you know, it's, it's the weekend and everybody's hype and, you know, but daddy's got to go to work, come home Saturday morning and the family is just, you know, they're wanting to go hang out and, you know, my wife trying to do what she can to take the kids out and, you know, and it was, it was, it was tough. And so I, I tell that story to say, you know, I got to, I got to like a crossroads and, you know, I, I, I always tell, like, I'm going share this with, with anybody that, that, you know, I talked to about this story. I was, um, we had a family reunion on my dad's side of the family down in Miami and my brother-in-law, um, he stayed down in Miami. Um, he used to stay in Miami there for a lot of them now, but they were in Miami and, you know, we had, you know, I had got off of work, um, from the, the second job we got some sleep and then we got up, you know, sometime that morning and we drove down to Miami and you know, so it's me, you know, my wife who was pregnant, our two kids, we're, we're, we drive down to Miami, you know, and our first stop was going to be, we're going to stay with my brother-in-law. So we stop at his house, you know, we talk for a while, you know, see him and the family. And then, you know, I, I, I went to sleep and, you know, this is, you know, when people say, you know, they hear from God. I truly heard from God. I was in, um, we were, my wife and I were in my niece's, our niece's bed. And I remember taking that nap and I remember vividly, I thought I was dreaming. It was almost like you have one of those outer body experiences. But I remember God saying, Ricky, he said, son, you're asking me when to leave and I've told you to leave. You have to trust me, believe in me, trust and put your faith that everything is going to be okay. Leave the job. And at that moment, I had a moment of clarity and I had some fear that welled up in me. And the fear was just, but you're not going to have that money. That was the the natural side of me. That money's going to be gone. You won't have that cushion of that extra money. And so, you know, I, I, I remember telling my wife and I said it in fear. But I said, you know, I heard from God. And she was like, you did? It was like, God told me to quit. Put in my notice. And of course, she looked at me and was like, well, I told you that a long time ago. <laughs> you know. You know, typical. I told you that a long time ago. You don't listen to me. And it's not that I didn't listen, but again, fear. Fear is a fear is a, a powerful thing. But I was just scared to. You know, and I, I, I didn't have, you know, the funny thing about it is I never had a timetable to say, I'm only gonna work for this long. I didn't think I was gonna work for a year. Six months even. I was there for eighteen months. And most of that was because of me not operating in faith. That was an action. You know, and so long story short, I, I, you know, we got, we came back from the trip, I 
put in my two weeks notice. Um, you know, I left the job, the second job and, you know, right after our youngest was born, I got a job, received a job making, you know, more money than I was making at my, at both of the jobs I was working before combined. So see, God was telling me that I was a covenant child. He was telling me that if I believed in him, he will provide everything that I desire. He, he already provided our need. I just didn't work my faith so that those things will manifest. They could have manifested a lot, a lot before that. And so I sit there and I wonder, like, how many things have I prolonged as an heir? How many things? So when people ask about this podcast, why the name? Why are we here? You know, why, why, why did I, why should I listen to you? Or why should I listen to your guest? Because everybody here is going to have something that they're bringing to the table that is going to talk about why. Why you should flow as an heir. Why, why are you, why should you, why should you be in a better position than what you're in? And see, we're not going to, we're just giving you the information. Here's the information. Uh, I remember a pastor a few years back came to our church. His name is Dr. Mike Freeman. He's in the, in, out the Baltimore, Maryland area. And he said something and that, that has stuck with me. You know, ever since then, and this has been a while now. So, I mean, it's probably been about, you know, almost 10 years. I think he came to the, when he first came to the church and he said, he said, give me information and I'll draw my own inspiration. And that thing was so powerful to me. And I bring it up a lot of times because. You know, people always look to be inspired. They watch a movie to be inspired. Oh, that was a great movie. It made me feel good. It inspired me to want to be better. But see what he said, a lot of people miss some things. He said, give me information and I'll draw that action. I'll draw my own inspiration. See that that act, there is an action there. Draw being the verb. There, there is an action that's going to take place. I'm going to draw my own inspiration. That's what this podcast really embodies. We're going to give you we're going to give you information and, you know, you have to go out there, research it, pray about it. You know, if you if you're the praying type of person, pray about it. And then take action. Take action. And, and believe me, there are so many times that. I have gotten stuck in this rut of having been so inspired to do so many things, but there's no action. I didn't pray about it. I didn't write down a plan. I didn't make a vision about what I, what it is that I wanted to do or seek God for the vision. I just totally just was left that inspired. And again, I go back to how many things as an heir that, that God has waiting for me and my family. How many things have I prolonged by stagnant inspiration? Because you know, like like anything, anything that, that that is stagnant, it starts to stink. It dies. 
Inspiration is meant to have movement, just like water. Water is not meant to stand still. It's meant to have movement, to stay clean and pure, that you can that you can partake in it and drink it. Well, inspiration is the same way. Stagnant inspiration becomes stale. And it becomes a deferred dream or it just becomes, you know, another one of those things that you say, man, I remember, you know, I wanted to do something like that. People say, what happened? I just never did. You know, and the excuses come out. Well, you know, work and everything else. And I just didn't get to it. Then you look up and you could have had an inspiration to start a business and you look up and somebody else has done that business. Somebody else has taken that idea and run with it. And then you get defeated. It's like, oh, well, somebody somebody else beat me to it. I guess I guess I just, you know, keep doing what I'm doing. And you give up. So this this podcast is meant for more than just inspiration. If you're a lazy person, you know, you're not going to do much. You know, God's going to take care of you, but you're going to get what you get. You know, what a, one of my youngest son's teachers told him, I think, in first grade, uh, she used to have this saying, you know, you get what you get. And you don't throw a fit. You know, and that's what she used to tell the kids. Um You know, if they do something, you know, they do something they're not supposed to do or, you know, they make a decision that you know, wasn't, wasn't the best decision or whatever. She would say that to them and he would come home. And I remember my wife and I was saying something and she was like, Oh, I wish I should have did this and blah, 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 or, you know, something. And and he would come out and say, mommy, you you get what you get and don't throw a fit, you know? And it's funny, but I mean, that's the truth. You know, you, you, you get, you, you are what you say, you know, you get what you get. You know, you speak a certain way. You know, it's going to your your mindset is going to absorb that, and your and you're going to manifest that. So that's why it's, it's important. That's why this podcast is important to me. That's why the name Airflow is important. And, and just you know, and again, God just hit me with this as I'm sitting here talking to you, and we're talking about Airflow. There has to be a flow, no stagnation. Inspiration can't be stagnant. You get information and you can sit on information for a while. But if the information for it to be powerful, you've got to have something to push it so you can get that inspiration and it becomes something. It it manifests itself. So you're flowing. If you're air flowing, if you're flowing, that means that you're that you're getting the information, you're getting your inspiration and, and you're acting on that. You're creating. You're moving. Whether it's moving your faith needle, whether it's, you know, going out there to work out, exercise and get yourself in the best shape of your life. Whether it's going from, you know, a short order cook, you know, or somebody is flipping fries at McDonald's to a short order cook to, you know, owning catering companies. You know, whether it's leaving that technology job. That you've been working and everybody just said, oh, that's a great job. You'll make a lot of money because we know that field makes a lot of money to go doing what you're passionate about and opening a food truck. 
You know, I, I've got inspirations all around me. And not just for what God has done for me. And I can sit here and talk all day about what God has done for me and my family. And I'm going to share some of that. I mean, that's part of this podcast. You know, I want to share some of that. But we'll have other episodes. We'll, we'll be here for a while. You know, I, I, I plan to keep this going. I don't care if I've got one person that, that gets inspired from some of the stuff we share. I'm going to keep moving with this because I am passionate about sharing information. I want people to get inspired and, and move and make things happen. I want to see people win. You know, I want to see everybody be prosperous in all areas of your life. Spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, and financially. You know, I want you to understand how to invest. Getting information and being able to research that information to know how to spend your money. Not necessarily telling you what to buy, but things that you should be investing in long term, long term, short term, short. I can't even speak short term, mid term. I, I want you to. To be able to diversify, you know, you hear people say diversify your portfolio. I want you to diversify your life. Get out of the normal day to day nine to five. If you're looking to travel more, look at expanding out the places you can go to. There's nothing wrong with going to Atlanta. There's nothing wrong with going to um, New Orleans. There's nothing wrong with going to, you know, uh, Miami or, you know, L.A. or places like that. New York. There's nothing wrong with those places. But if you say, I aspire to be a traveler, even if it's say, you know what, I'm going to take a trip to Mexico. That's a start. And don't let anybody make you feel bad about it. If you're a person who've never traveled outside of your city or your state. Start with going to another state. If you're somebody who's traveled throughout the United States, say I'm going to find a, a country that's close by. But diversify, diversify your life. Be more than what do more than what you done, did in the previous times. If you got to take time to save up, you know what? We're going to have people on here. They're going to they're going to share information about how to budget your money, about how to, you know, do things. They offer services. You know, part of this is going to be networking with people. Helping them, you know, share what they do for their business, because I know it's something that people need to services that people need and connecting them with this audience and their audience with me and, and networking. So we have people that understand about it, you know, investing in stocks, people who understand about 401ks, people that understand about, you know, life insurance, people that understand about travel, people understand about real estate. Things that, you know, you know, just understanding, you know, credit, all kind of financial services. You know, I want to make sure that all that stuff is a part of this. 
you know, being able to manage your money is important, but, you know, you can't manage what you can't measure. You got to know where you are. You got to be honest with yourself. You got to be honest with yourself with where you are and all those things I mentioned before, spiritually, mentally, physically, financially, emotionally. You got to be able to know that. And so a lot of this is going to be some, you know, I have to do some, some self, you know, introspect and, and, and really look at where you are and be honest with yourself. You know, being honest and, and, and tearing down the, you know, tearing down the walls, it, it's going to be important. You don't have to be perfect. Being an heir is not about being perfect. Airflow podcast is not a bunch of perfect people with a perfect plan that's executed perfectly every time. You're going to hear things that happen that we just we we wanted it to be perfect. I'm just going to take this podcast, this episode. You know how many times I've sat here and recorded and recorded and stopped because I want to make sure it sounded perfect. Oh, I don't like my voice on this part. Oh, I didn't say that word quite right. I, I focus so much on trying to be perfect versus letting my heart be heard and making sure that the audience understood. I delayed this episode being done. And that might seem like a basic example, but it's the truth. I could have probably had this episode done a long time ago. But I tried to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect, ladies and gentlemen. You don't. You just have to keep working to be the best you that you can be. What you've done in your past that was wrong, it's your past. If God has forgiven you and you've forgiven yourself, and if you sought forgiveness from the person that you did wrong, or if it just wasn't a person you did wrong, but it was just something that you needed to get right with God and yourself... Do that and move on. Don't 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 hold yourself hostage by your past. Trust me, I know. That thing can haunt you and bother you and you look up at it and you're behind where you're supposed to be because you're so worried about what's behind you. Your past is supposed to help is supposed to be a reminder of how far you've come. Your past is supposed to propel you and help to accelerate you to your present and your future. But it's just like driving. Eventually, if you're always looking behind you, you're going to crash. And that's when the challenges in life come. You know, that that's when things really start to get. That's when things really start to get out of whack. You start getting away from the source. You know, and I use this example all the time. You know, it's just like a cell phone. You know, the further you get out of, you know, in a rural area that has no cell phone towers, the further you get away from your source, what happens? Your signal gets weak. Your call breaks up. If you're on a call, your voice starts sounding crazy. Your data doesn't work quite right. It's slow. Just things aren't working the way they're supposed to. Isn't that how life is? You get away from God, you know, as a believer, you get away from God as your source. You get away from his word. You get away from what you know works. And then all of a sudden you get back in it, you get back in range and things start working right. 
you know, things start to, to come into play, come into view. I see clearer now. I, I can make it. You're optimistic. Your viewpoint changes. You, you even start to speak differently. You're speaking the word. You're believing it. You're internalizing it. Everything is going good. And then you fall off again because, you know, I made it to the next place or I made it to where I need to go. But the consistency has to be there. And I'm talking to myself. I could have had businesses a long time ago. Probably could have did the podcast a long time ago. I could have done so many things. You know, my desire is to one day, you know, be at a place where I can walk away from my job. But have more, you know, but have more than enough, more than enough streams of income to supplement the way we live and, and increase the way we live. But it's a mindset and it's getting out of fear and then it's putting in the work. You know, I've got tons of information. I don't know how many seminars, how many things I've read, you know, people I've talked to, business ideas and pitched my way. I mean, my wife and I, we, we position ourselves to be able to do more and we make some investments and we do some things but you know just not really totally submerging ourselves into that how, how how many of you guys have done that before or are doing that now and think about it like how many how, how much you know how much time have I caused myself from being at the place where I see myself going to or my family great thing about it is you know god is a redeemer of time you're never too old you're never too old to get that doctorate degree i saw it this year i i, I you know it was beautiful i've watched so many graduations um besides my daughters you know so many people have graduated and i remember looking at some of the colleges um especially the college that my daughter's going to be attending next year for their doctorate program and masters. I saw so many folks who are a little more seasoned, but they continue to, you know, to get their education. They continue to pursue a higher level of education, even if they were just getting their undergrad degree. But I saw, you know, people getting their bachelor's, getting their master's, getting their doctorates, their PhDs. I saw that and I'm like, man, and the happiness and the, and the satisfaction that they had, that's flowing. That's airflow. That's wealth. That that's something that they had a desire to do, and they and to accomplish that. But it doesn't stop right there. That's just a footnote. There's so much more to do in your life. Every day that we get up and breathe, that means that we have so much more living to do. And you may not physically feel like it. You may not physically, you know, you may get up each day and be like, oh, I'm tired. I'm sorry. But you know what? You got up. There's nothing wrong with resting here and there, but you got up and you got to. You got to keep that mindset like I have a purpose here. And remember that. Every day that you get up and you're walking as the air, you're living and you're breathing. You've got a purpose and you got a reason to flow. 
You've got inspiration that you can create. You have inspiration that you can share with people. Your story, people, some people, they, they, they downplay their stories. They downplay their testimony. Everybody has a story. Every believer has a testimony. You've gone through some things. You think they're small, but for other people, they're like, man, how did you deal with that? How'd you deal with that? I get, you know, in my life, I've had so many people come up saying, I'm really inspired by you and your wife and your family and how y'all do this and how y'all do this and how y'all carry yourselves. And, you know, I sit there like, man, they just don't know. And it's not to downplay what God has done for us, but I'm just thinking like, eh, you know, I, you know, like, how did you get through it? You know, and you, you don't, and you start to think about it, like, well, how did I get through this? It was God, but it was also me making up in my mind about different things, whatever it was, you know, people say about my marriage, you know, you know, my wife and I married 19 years now, you know, how did y'all last that long? Like, Y'all didn't want to fight and hurt each other. And I'm going to have my wife on here now. And, and, you know, she's going to tell you, the, you know, the, the same truth, just like anything with any relationship, with any relationship, you have to work at it. The same thing we say about, you know, they say anything that you want, you have to work for it. Doesn't have to be a physical work. It can be, you know, just through prayer. It can be through faith. It, but there's work that has to be done. And you have to do the work yourself. I can't blame my wife for my marriage not being what it needs to be. I can't focus on holding her hostage and I'm not doing my job. I got to take care of my job. I got to do what I'm supposed to do as the husband. That's what God told me to do. You work on, you do the things that you're called to do, that I'm called to do as a husband. She does the things that she's called to do as a wife. You know, one of us are out of line. You know, he's going to take care of that. And, and, and so, you know, we're, we're going to touch upon some of that stuff, you know, that, that stuff to come, you know, so, you know, just kind of bringing it back around, you know, with this podcast is about, you know, I think you heard a lot about who I am, things that I think about, um, you know, where I, where I'm looking for this podcast to go to, you know, but the expe expectation is, you know, there are going to be times where it's just going to be me sharing. I'm going to have you know, information. I'm going to talk through that information with you guys. Things that I found, you know, in my research, you know, online, you know, things I've experienced in life, things that people have shared with me that I, you know, I want to share. You know, again, and you're going to hear some things that I quote from, you know, Apostle Amos L. Howard Sr. You know, he says that, you know, love always seeks to give the advantage. You know, he says it all the time. He also says exposure, expand your expectation. And if you're exposed, you're being exposed. If you've been exposed to so much and you truly love people and you want to see people grow, then you're going to expose them to things. You're going to grow their expectations. You're going to give them the information. And then they're going to go out, take that and get the inspiration that they need. And then, you know, if they're flowing in that, then, you know, they should see changes in their lives. And that's what I want to make sure that this, this podcast does and that I do is that I'm helping people and I'm helping myself through this guys, you know, just to be totally transparent. I'm helping myself. So this podcast is therapeutic. 
you know, if I had a setup, I would be on a couch, you know, laid back with the microphone, you know, in my face and be talking to you guys. Because the stuff that I'm talking about or the stuff that I that I experience or I'm going to be sharing, you know, this is information that I share with myself. I'm going to share with my family or I've already shared with my family things that we talk about, things that we want to know more about. And so, you know, I'm going to bring on people that are experts in those areas. I'm going to bring on people with their stories and they've they've gone from, you know, working in the mailroom to, you know, running a corporation people that are in the entertainment industry and some of the challenges and things that they've, their their story, you know, I don't want everything to be necessarily focused on a challenge, but in life, you've got to overcome some things. You know, everybody that's on here has been an overcomer. If you wake up every day, you've overcome something. If you made it through the pandemic, you overcame quite a bit mentally and physically. So these are things that I want to make sure these are being brought, they're being brought forth in this podcast. You know, you are, there are benefits to being an heir. And I want to make sure those are put out there. I want to make sure that people understand what those things are and be clear with it. Knowledge is power and it it is knowledge is power, but it's only power if you use it for the purpose of bettering yourself. If you have knowledge just for the sake of having it, then it's meaningless. You're the smartest person in your head, but you're not sharing that knowledge to help grow people. You know, and and that's what I'm about, you know, and and it's not I'm not going to force you to to do. I mean, I can't force you. my, My listeners, I want you guys to to understand I'm not forcing my opinions on you. I'm not forcing anything. I want you to, to, again, like, like Dr. Mike Freeman said, I'm going to give you the information and allow you to draw your own inspiration. But I want, I want you to hear my story, other people's stories around this stuff. So that way, you know, that you can do it, that you can do it if they can do it. God is not a respected person. What he does for one, he'll do for you. Doesn't mean it's the same. It may be a better, bigger level. It could be at a different level. There may be some differences, but he will do it for you. So that's that's my time. Um, you know, I, I really hope that this was a this laid the foundation for what we're going to be talking about going forward. Like I said, I am very very excited about this journey um you know being able to sit here and and talk you know to to the people and sharing my heart you know in in these areas you know and and, and i'm gonna mess up you know i'm gonna grow through this we're gonna grow together um you know i definitely would love feedback so if there's anybody if you want to share feedback if you've got things that you want to talk about or hear from uh, from this podcast, you know, for ideas for shows. If you're, if you, if you're interested in being a, a part of the show, you can email me at airflowpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's airflow, H-E-I-R-F-L-O-W podcast at gmail.com. So 
you know, I, I definitely want to hear from my listeners. Um, it may not change my, my strategy or my viewpoint to some things. I'm, I'm not looking for emails to debate. Um, but if there's information that you want to share, if there's things that I need to, that you want some clarity on, um, I definitely want to be able to address those things. And, you know, I'm going to be checking that email all the time. So please feel free to reach out at airflowpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from my listeners if there's something that I need to do, if, if, you know, there's sound quality that needs to be adjusted, if there's, you know, again, whatever it is, I want to hear the feedback. Um, I am a person who I don't mind receiving constructive criticism. I don't remind, I don't mind receiving feedback. I've been managing in corporate America IT for years and I, I give feedback and I always tell my team that that works under me, I always tell them, you know, this is a two way street. You know, I want to make sure that there's you understand what my expectations are and, and you know, I want I want to understand what your expectations are and with somewhere we have to meet in the middle in the middle because at the end of the day, you know, those expectations have to expectations have to line up with the company's goals and objectives. Well, this podcast, you know, I have goals and objectives. I have things that God has given me and, you know, I want to make sure that everything lines up with that. However, I want to hear from you because there may be things that I just didn't think about. And, and sometimes, you know, hearing it from somebody else may help me realize, hey, maybe I need to change that or maybe I shouldn't have said that. You know, again, I'm not perfect and I'm not, I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm trying to be real. I'm trying to be transparent and I, and I want, you know, I want the listeners to understand that, that this is coming from a place that is real. It's coming from a place that is genuine. And this isn't about, you know, this isn't about me jumping on here to make a bunch of money. Now, my goal at one point would be to have enough listeners and, you know, to grow this to a place where it's a bigger platform. But at the end of the day, I want to help people. And if helping people allows me to get closer to where God has for me in terms of, you know, financial wealth, then I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So, again, I, I just want to thank you all for listening to me in this episode. Um, this is episode one of the Airflow podcast, and I'm, I'm just excited again. I'm going to keep saying that because I. This is a journey that I've been waiting to start for a while. Um, and I had to put the action in place. So um, I, I thank my wife for, you know, surprising me and buying this stuff early. Um, that's sort of my Father's Day gift. Um, so, you know, I appreciate this. I, I thank you for investing in my vision. My wife, Cassandra Thomas, I just thank you so much. And you all will get a chance to hear from her as well on this show. Um, she has a wealth of knowledge. You know, sometimes she acts like she doesn't want to talk. She's more of a behind the scenes person, but when you can get her to talk, she, she, you know, blows my mind every time because, you know, she'll fight it and then she'll get in front of everybody or she'll start talking on something and you can tell she's passionate about it and she opens up and, you know, I learned something new and that's what I love about her, you know, and that's what makes our marriage work. You know, she pushes me to be great. And I push her to be great. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. So, you know, not to sidetrack the conversation. But again, 
I just want to thank all of you for joining the podcast today. I hope you got something from this that will help you draw the inspiration that you need to make the changes in your life that you desire to to change. I believe by faith that we're going to continue to grow and do bigger and better things in this podcast because I'm going to be growing with you guys through this journey. We're on it together. Um, You know, I'm not here because I got all the answers. I'm here because I love to talk about this stuff. I want to help people and and I like to be helped as well. So Uh, The people that we're going to talk to, the information I'm going to be sharing, these are things that I'm going to be putting into place in my life, information that I'm going to I'm going to turn into inspiration for me and my family. And we're going to grow. And my prayer is that we all grow together. So, again, thank you for tuning in. I hope to see you all soon in our next episode of Airflow. And remember, as an air, you were created to flow. So flow on.